0: You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah's out today. She'll be back tomorrow. It is a good day. It is Tuesday, November 19th. Special day. Happy birthday to my lovely wife. Hope that uh, you're listening. Probably... Just now getting settled into the office, so happy birthday, honey. And uh, it is also a good day because we get to share the story of Lutheran Young Adult Corps and uh, one of the participants right here in St. Louis, excited to share that. And LCMS Servant Events uh, are lining up for 2020, so we get to learn more about those in the second half. Thanks so much to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. With me in studio this morning, Juliana Schultz, Program Manager for Lutheran Young Adult Corps, and co-host of End Goals youth ministry podcast on uh, kfuo.org it is it's awesome just to get to to share all the these great resources in youth ministry and and you and pastor Mark Kiesling sharing those it's uh, it's awesome to get to share those thanks so much for being here Juliana
1: Thanks for having me. I feel like I'm right at home now that we've been in the studio studying, doing the podcast.
0: You're like the microphone is, is like your friend now, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I know <laughs> I know how close I'm supposed to be to it, and it's a little less scary this time.
0: And all the buttons kind of make sense. Yeah. Starting to.
1: <laughs> starting, not down in this proper studio. We use the smaller one upstairs.
0: And uh, along with Juliana in the studio today, Connor Colangelo, he is a current Lutheran Young Adult Core participant. Connor, thanks so much for joining us this morning.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, tell us a little bit about um, where you're serving. You're at St. Trinity here in St. Louis, is that yeah, right? Yeah,
2: so I'm serving at St. Trinity on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, uh, Saturdays, and Historic Trinity in Soulard on Thursdays. Very good. So why were you
0: interested in Lutheran Young Adult Corps? What got you interested?
2: Well, um, I want to be a D.C. Uh, whenever I get back into college and everything. And I saw this uh, program on the Lutheran website, or on the LCMS website, and I was just like, this seems really cool. And so let's try it. Well,
0: you're in good company today if you want to be a DCE, <laughs> surrounded by DCEs this morning as well.
1: Um, it, and at his the service site. We have some excellent DCEs that are both oh, a, wonderful! Both oh, yeah, of those that's trinities. Right. That is so have have an amazing DCE for him to mentor, or oh, to standard. be mentored by. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Andrew <laughs> uh, So, so you you uh, applied for Lutheran Young Adult Corps. What did you expect to happen this year? Um, once you applied, what were you like
2: picturing it was going to be? It's a magical um, experience, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I don't know, really. I mean, because I'm grew up as your typical white suburb, uh, suburban uh, community, and so it was very different uh, coming to live in St. Louis in a very and like the most like urban city area. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it was very different than what mm-hmm. I did expect.
0: So what are some of the things you do at St. Trinity or Historic Trinity?
2: Uh, so at St. Trinity, I worked with their uh, food pantry in the mornings on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. And then in the afternoon, um, I go and uh, work with Heidi Lewis, the D.C. over there. And then at Historic Trinity... I worked with their um homeless like food pantry thing, I guess, quote unquote. Um so I do that for about an hour and a half and then I go help serve with their helping hand me downs uh program that they have. And then after that I just go uh hang out with Andrea until about four o'clock. Tell
0: us about the, the communities where St. Trinity and Historic Trinity are. You mentioned that it's, it's quite different from where you grew up. Yeah. How would you describe these communities?
2: Um, I'd say on the more or less wealthy side, I will say that. Um, just based on like the neighborhoods. Um, very different, I'd say. Ooh.
0: How would you describe the level of need in these communities?
2: Um, on a scale of one to 10, I'd give it about an eight.
0: So there's a, a great need and, yeah. and you are, uh, jumping in uh, full steam ahead, you know, ready to help and serve <laughs> alongside these congregations and the, the outreach that, that they're providing in their mm-hmm. communities. So- and
1: we talk a lot about in, in our training and those mm-hmm. kinds of things, talking about poverty in a really holistic way. So some of the things you know that we talk about is, is yeah, there's a lot of material need in these neighborhoods. There's a lot of a lack of jobs. There's a lack of uh, resources. Uh, but in the same breath, like. There's a lot of community. Um, I'm going to guarantee that Connor knows probably a lot more of his neighbors in the last three months oh, yeah. uh, at St. Trinity than he maybe did in his whole neighborhood back in Texas. Um,
2: probably, <laughs>
1: yeah, all right, like there's a a fantastic um group of people in that neighborhood who have really come alongside many of our participants um and supported them and looked out for them and cared for them, even though they're not even necessarily connected directly with the church.
0: What is the aim of Lutheran Young Adult Corps, Juliana?
1: So Lutheran Young Adult Corps is an opportunity for young adults 18 to 26 to serve primarily in urban areas, uh, so to take their gifts and skills. And our hope is to do a couple of things, to help them to expand uh, their skill set, to grow as leaders, uh, to have an experience where they are outside of their comfort zone, (laughs) um, outside of their norm. uh, And then for for their gifts and skills to match up with our partner churches and rso's to expand their that ministry's capacity to share the gospel in the community so that ultimately more people are going to hear about jesus i mean that's ultimately (laughs) the end of all the things that we're doing um, is that matching up these young people and their gifts and skills helps places like trinity and saint trinity to uh, expand their capacity to do the kinds of ministries in their neighborhoods that they can they want to do
0: so how is this, Connor, how is this uh, service opportunity challenging you, stretching you? You know, it, I'm sure at times it's it's probably tiring uh, or putting you in circumstances where it, it, it might be a, a whole new learning experience and, and very challenging.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, well, first, I'm living on my own for the first time, so that's very different and I have to be, like, responsible and <laughs> have to be an adult. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd say, like, with the holidays coming up, um, it's definitely, like, busy season. Like, we're, there's a lot going on uh, at St. Trinity and Historic Trinity, both. Uh, so just, like, time or needed, like time management is something that you need to be pretty good at.
0: Working alongside two DCEs with the, the anticipation of... of- studying to become a DCE in the future, what are you learning from the the DCEs and mentors that you're working alongside?
2: Um, It's definitely not what I thought it would be. (laughs) Um, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think how I'd picture being a DCE. Like, they do a lot more... uh, There's a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff Mm -hmm. that I guess... um, that people don't see at the events that churches uh, put on. And there's a lot of, a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes and as far as getting things ready and all that.
0: And and that's the unique thing about directors of Christian education. We're lifespan educators, but we can serve in a, a variety of ways. And uh, sometimes a, a joke is DCE sometimes stands for director of Christian everything because we serve in a variety of ways. Uh, it, and- you you laugh because you know it's true, right? Because well, absolutely. a variety of settings in which right, we serve. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, this program started, when did you start serving here in St. Louis, Connor? Uh, in August. So you're only a, a few months into it, really. Yeah. Starting to experience a St. Louis fall, sort of, almost well, you, winter. I
1: mean, Connor's from Texas, so he got to experience his first, like, real snow.
2: Yes, actually. Just what part of Texas? Uh, Austin area. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you perhaps, have you had snow in Austin? Probably not a lot. This was my first time seeing snow in about three years. And it was a lovely snow, wasn't it?
0: Mm, I would have
1: given it up. (laughs) But Connor was really excited about it, which made me really excited about it.
2: Yes, that is true. But also, I didn't know how to drive in the snow. So I was literally cooped up in uh, the little parsonage house at St. Trinity for two days. (laughs) because <laughs> I did not know how to drive in the snow.
0: <laughs> Juliana, what do you want young adults to know about Lutheran Young Adult Corps and the the opportunities that, that lie ahead in this program?
1: Just... I- would love for young people to think about uh, if they are maybe you're in college and you're looking for something to do this summer we have a summer program as well that goes 10 weeks from June to August or if you aren't sure what you want to do next year but you have a heart for service you want to gain some skills grow as a leader um, and maybe figure out what it looks like to think about being a church worker or even uh, not <laughs> um, just to be a strong way leader in your congregation uh, we have some amazing partners who do some phenomenal ministry. And we'd love to match those people up in a way that helps um, everybody, right? And more importantly, that helps more people be able to share the gospel. Uh, So we'd love for them to think about that. Applications are open now for next cycle. So you can go to our website, um, lcms.org slash Y-A-C-O-R-P-S, uh, and look at that application there. There's more information there about the kinds of service opportunities we provide um, and just uh, what all it takes to join the program. Uh, but think about it. Consider it. Pray about it. Can, uh, talk to parents. Talk to church workers. Uh, work through some discernment on whether you think that's the right thing for you. But we'd love to see an applications from, from young people across the country.
0: And what message do you have for church workers right now who are perhaps... Uh, it, it, Caring for young people, young for youth and and young adults, and, and serving them
1: thank you for doing that uh, you know we love uh, we love church workers both professional church workers and lay leaders who are working in congregations uh, and we know that you know young adults who might benefit from this kind of program who might um, be in a place where they uh, want to take a year and grow and learn and develop some special skills uh, and and you can be the kind of person I mean most of our young people come to us um, either because of national youth gathering or because a parent or a church worker recommended that they think about it. So those are the two biggest ways we get people. Uh, So you can be that parent or church worker that recommends that that young person consider it uh, because that's really can be play a key part in us finding the right young people for the program.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, the the partners and the, the the places where the sites where they serve. It changes from year to year. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're the same sites, sometimes they're new sites. And so uh, while Connor's serving in a food pantry, we also have participants serving in other cities and other locations. Um, what are some of the sites this year? We have just about a minute left.
1: Yeah, so we uh, we have people placed in Milwaukee right now, uh, one in Mount Olive and one at Bethany, um, who are doing things like working in after-school programs, but also working, with again, with homeless ministries and care ministries in those kinds of ways. KFUO has been a great partner. We've placed people here before, uh, but we've also partnered with um, a variety of, of organizations. So uh, every year is a little bit different, mm-hmm. but the the kind of uh, opportunities that we provide, uh, we kind of match up to the skill set. So it's a really personalized experience. We get you to do the kinds of things that you're gifted and skilled at and the things you're passionate about. So that's one mm-hmm. of the great things about being a little program is we can we can really move and manipulate so that um both partners and participants get the most out of the experience
0: right so if you're thinking wow that sounds like a lot of like people time a lot of face-to-face people time sure there are some opportunities that may be that and there may be some that are more like quiet behind the scenes mm-hmm. type things as well so so don't let that like hinder you from we can applying take
1: introverts right. too <laughs> uh, That's Connor's you- not one of them but I am and <laughs> so we will take them as well
0: Juliana Connor, thank you so much for joining me in the Coffee Hour today. Again, check it out, lcms.org slash Y-A-C-O-R-P-S. Learn more about Lutheran Young Adult Corps program. It is awesome. uh, The Lutheran Young Adult Corps is just amazing. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to learn more about uh, LCMS Servant Mets in 2020.